Hello, men. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Men Under Construction podcast, a weekly program where we aim to provide men with tools meant to help them remain focused on the narrow path. This is a place where men help build each other up and not tear each other down. We are all under construction, so we value relationships that inspire us to be better men and better brothers through love and accountability. All right, without further ado, please help me welcome this week's lead foreman. Hi, my name is Roel Cortez, and welcome back to Men Under Construction. This week, I'm going to bring you a message regarding our internal battles. So do you ever feel like, like me, sometimes I feel like there's another crazy person living inside of me? You know, the one that has no problem waving at somebody in traffic using only my middle finger, or um, maybe the one that uh, clicks on that link. You know the one, that link that you shouldn't be on, but whenever it's that other person, that other crazy person, not you. Um, they just kind of go straight to it. And then you find yourself all alone in front of your computer and that crazy person takes over, clicks on that link, even though you know you're not supposed to be there or that you shouldn't be there. Or how about that one crazy enough to think that flirting with other women isn't really cheating on your wife? So as long as you're not having sex with her or you're not doing anything other than flirting, it's all cool. Then there's that one crazy little dude inside of you that tells you, you know, God made weed, so smoking weed can't be bad. God made it. So it must be all good, right? Then you have that one that can't seem to stop drinking once you start. Or that one crazy little person inside of you that knows exactly where you stash that bagging case of emergency. Or maybe you have that one that just lets everything slide. That crazy little dude that says stuff like, who am I to tell my kids not to drink when I do it? Or maybe he says stuff like, well, as long as my family's not impacted, I have no need to get involved. That really passive guy inside of you. I say all this and and jest and joking, but but the fact is that we all, all of us, have internal battles going on inside of us. A constant conflict of things that we know we shouldn't be doing, yet we find ourselves coming back to them over and over and over and over again. We know we shouldn't be doing it, but for whatever reason, we struggle mightily with these internal battles and we fight these things on a daily basis. Here's how Paul described it in Galatians 5.17. He says this, this is the NLT version. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. So you see, men, you, n- you need not worry. We're not alone. We're not any different than the men that have come before us. The struggles and temptations we face are the same ones that men in the past have faced. They're the same ones that, that men are facing today. I meet so many men in, in, in ministry and, and in church and, you know, invariably, once you get to know a man, you really get to know a man, you understand that we all have similar struggles. They might not be exact, but we do all have internal struggles, things that really challenge us on a daily basis, right? But even worse nowadays, technology makes it even easier to get in trouble. It's so easy, so easy to find crap that we shouldn't be finding. It used to be in the past, if you wanted to look at a nude woman, you'd have to do some legwork. You'd have to go find a magazine, buy a magazine, or do something like that back in the day. But nowadays, all you need to do is click on a computer and Google nude women and you'll find them. It's that easy. The problem is, it's not, it's, is that it's not just easy for you and for me. It's also easy for our kids, for our sons, for our daughters. It's too easy nowadays. But as far as facing the same issues, well, don't take my word for it. Here's here's what the first part of 1 Corinthians 10.13 says. It says, The temptations of your life are no different 
from what others experience. No different, meaning men since the beginning of time have struggled with things. There's only been one man that's walked this earth that has been tempted and has never sinned, and that was Jesus. So if you ever meet a man that tells you, I don't struggle with any sin, then either one, you've met Jesus, or two, he's lying to you. Now here's what Paul says in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. He says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, do any of those sound familiar? Do any of those things sound like things that you're fighting? Because I'll tell you, they sound like some of the things that I fight. But let me give you some context. I want to give you some context on this. So Paul is writing to the Galatians and part of his letter to them is to explain to them that the gospel he preaches does not come from man, that it comes directly from Jesus Christ. You see, at that time, the beliefs and the practice for the Jewish people were based on the law of Moses. They did not understand the concept of having access to the Holy Spirit. They did not understand that alignment with the Holy Spirit could help us overcome the desires of the flesh. This is why Paul says this in Galatians 5.1. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. He follows that up a few moments later in Galatians 5.5 saying, But we who live by the Spirit eagerly await to receive the faith or to receive by faith the righteousness God has promised to us. Paul goes on and gives us this great piece of insight on how we can help ourselves. We can overcome that crazy person inside of us that is always wanting to do the wrong thing. Here's what he says in Galatians 5.16. He says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So what I really enjoy about Paul's teaching in Galatians is a few things. So here's one. He acknowledges the fact that we have internal battles going on inside of all of us all the time. Look, I know we each have our own battles and that we battle different things. But the point is that we all struggle with something in our lives. Now, second to that, I like that he tells us that with the Holy Spirit, we can overcome these things. So he doesn't just tell us we will have issues. He gives us the answer as well. He tells us that we need to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in all we do so that we can overcome the battles of the flesh. And then three, the third point that I like about this is he also tells us what it looks like to be led by the Spirit. In Galatians 5, 19 and 21 that we read before, he makes it very clear what the results will be if it's left up to us, right? So remember, he lists all those sins. He talks about the results are clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and all these sinful things, right? But if you continue, and if you read Galatians 5, 22 to 23, he fills us in a little secret. He tells us what we should see if we allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, which goes like this. But the Holy Spirit produces the kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And self-control. And self-control. There is no law against these things. So if you contrast that with what he talked about before in 19 and 21, where he says if we allow ourselves to be led by us, so if it's just you and I and we allow our flesh to lead, 
then the results are clear, right? Sexual morality, impurity, lustful pleasures, looking at porn, cheating on your wife, doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing. That's if it's left up to us. But if we allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit instead of by our flesh, then that then turns us into what could be, which is living or producing the fruit that is of love, of joy, of peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So that's the difference, right? Living by the flesh, anger, lust, greed, fornication, adultery, porn addiction, masturbation, road rage, racism, sexism, cussing at your wife. Those are fruits of the flesh, if you will. Poison, fruit of the flesh. But if we live with the Spirit... Then it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So if you allow yourself to be led by the Spirit, instead of waving at that person in traffic by using just your uh, middle finger, then you wouldn't do that. You would allow some self-control to dictate what your response would be when somebody ticks you off in the middle of traffic. Or when you're about to click on that link, you exercise some self-control and you don't. But let's go to... Back to First Corinthians ten thirteen. I want to finish reading the entire scripture because before I just read the beginning. So it says, "The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, notice it doesn't say if you are tempted. It says when you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure." Right? I think many people get this wrong. They say, you know, they want to stick with He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand or more than you can handle. But you have to finish reading all of it. It's No, he won't allow you to, to take more than you can stand without giving you a way out. And that's usually the piece that we miss. Now, and just in case it's not clear enough for us, he drops this beautiful nugget. Paul does in Galatians 5, 24 and 25. He says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. What a beautiful scripture, what a beautiful key, something that we need to grasp and understand, man. If we allow our flesh to lead, then we're going to be poisonous fruit. We're going to do horrible things. But if you engage and are active in engaging and welcoming the Holy Spirit into your lives, then there will be different fruit from your tree. You will be able to overcome. That's the way out. If you're being tempted, the way out is to engage and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in a different path and and allow you to exercise some self-control. Thank you again for joining me this week. I really appreciate your time. I, I pray that you have a blessed week coming up and I pray that you continue to follow us and listen to our podcast. Have a blessed day. Thanks for having joined us this week on Man Under Construction. We hope that you come back next week. Hit that subscribe button, join us, get some more tools for your toolbox. Have a blessed week.